I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about raising up our children to be followers of Christ. This conversation, I don't, I don't know if we can get through all the details in one episode. Also, we're still learning a lot about it ourselves, right? Right. And... and Again, we have four children, and the ages are from 13 down to five right now. So we're kind of, uh, we got a, a a big age range and just things that we've experienced over the years of, of our children, but also just years of us growing up and us even before we, you know, I guess I can't say before we had kids, but we were a part of a young adult church when our first was born. So we'll, we're just going to talk about some of those experiences and some of the the values that we see and some of the maybe a little statistical things of, of what we've seen over the years as well. To start off, we can just use an example of today we went to our niece's confirmation. And personally, we don't go to a Lutheran church, and so that's not something that we're accustomed to to being a part of, but I found it interesting in listening to the uh, students, the young men and women who were being confirmed, the guess statements of faith that they wrote up on certain questions and, and how bold some of them were about not just their faith, but certain issues that we face as, you know, what's moral or immoral according to the Bible versus according to the world and what's acceptable or not. And then the other thing was the, it was mentioned during that time, but also mentioned during the main service of statistically a lot of kids after they're confirmed don't always come back to church. It's like a checkbox and they're very encouraging of them to stay in the church and to go back to church. And I think that's very telling, not just only in the confirmation sense, but in, in other aspects of youth and young adults with the church. Yeah, I think it's easy even for us as parents to prioritize things ahead of church. And if we're not helping our kids structure their lives in what is the most important and we're making maybe sports most important or academics most important. And not that those things aren't important, but I would argue that your faith is the most important for, and making sure your children grew up in the faith is the most important. And so I think as parents, though, there's such a temptation. And I know this is something even Thaddeus and I are wrestling with right now with our children and their sports is both of them have things the, going the on two older ones yeah we both have. of our two older kids sorry have things going on on church days <clears throat> and trying to wrestle with okay well do we have them miss out on this opportunity to hone their sport or to get better at this thing or do we have them go to church and it's definitely a struggle because we i guess you see that the kids who are getting the most repetitions at whatever their skill is obviously they're going to progress faster but then they're missing out on that moral side of things the faith side of things which is super important too and 
So for Thaddeus and I to talk about this, obviously we have not moved anybody out of our house yet. We have not married off our children. We still have a lot of years of making mistakes as parents ahead of us, but this is something that we felt like what we've had a passion for is helping people maintain their faith from being young children until they're adults. And something like Thaddeus said, we've been in the ministry for years and we had a ministry years ago that was the young adults just helping a lot of students drop out of church when they graduate high school. And we kind of created this net to catch those students as they're graduating and just had such a passion for those students because we know how easy it is to just stop going to church because you're no longer being told what to do by your parents or you're off at college or you're working a job that wants you to work Sundays or Wednesdays or whatever day you would normally attend church. And it's just easy to get caught up in what the world has going on, I think. And I think, I mean, statistically, again, when we were working with that young adult church, I mean, back when we when that started, it was it was high, a high percentage of high school students that attended church regularly when they when they graduated would stop going. Whether that was on a Sunday, right, when they probably were being uh, drug maybe drug along sometimes with their parents, and maybe they didn't want to go, but they did. Or maybe that was Wednesdays on a typical, at least where we're from, Wednesdays is a typical church night for for youth. Um, and once they graduate and they're on their own, or maybe not even on their own, maybe they're still living at mom and dad's, but they're adults now. and They don't have that place to connect anymore, that youth group, which I think is, for me, it was super hard not having that in sure that's a struggle a lot of students have as they graduate and all of a sudden that connection that time that they had of accountability with their peers and accountability with their leaders is taken away from them because they're they simply aged out and they no longer had that focused yeah group and Sundays just aren't that Sundays are different than a youth group type service and so it's just not getting that same connection I think is really hard and as we're talking about this, I'm not going to poo-poo the idea of Sunday church or Wednesday youth no, group or anything all. like that. We're still navigating it. And I think it's important, though, that for us right now and, and who knows in the next couple of years as our kids get older and not just the older two are doing things, but maybe the younger two as well, but making priorities of, okay, well, maybe we're missing church on a Wednesday this week, but we make sure we get there Sunday or vice versa, but we're not okay. If there's a sports opportunity, both Sunday and Wednesday, well, guess what? Maybe we need to pick one to go to and not both so that we can make sure that you're getting to church as well. Along with that is just making sure that we're not just making it a Sunday or Wednesday thing, but we're making it something that we're in our home where we're, you know, church is always playing worship music. They're always, we pray with the kids for, for meals. We've, we've tried to pray with the kids at bedtime. Um, but we also pray with the kids when maybe not necessarily like a devotional time or something like that, but when something we need to pray with them for we pray with them or they're having a hard time we pray with them or ingraining faith into just their everyday life i think is what you're trying to say drive driving by and you see an accident and 
instead of gawking at it and whatever, it it's Christian will just start praying for them or whatever's going on there. And it's ingraining, like Trish said, to them of this is a daily thing. It's a And God's always by you. Whenever you need him, whenever you call to him, he's always there. And it, it so it's not just a Sunday and Wednesday thing. Or just a mealtime thing or just a bedtime thing. Right. But like it's a, an all the time thing. Consistent. Again, I'm not trying to poo poo Sunday and Wednesdays. If you've listened to Or mealtime to, prayer or right. whatever. Yeah. If you've listened to our past episodes, it, recently we've been talking about going back to church. Yeah, so exactly. we're definitely not poo pooing that. But it it's something we're talking about raising them and just to and the reason why we want to talk about this is because it's something we're facing, like something we are struggling with, something that we're we've been confronted with multiple times as parents of make having to make that tough choice for our children because our children shouldn't have to make that choice for themselves yet. Of course, their opinions matter and their values matter and what they want matters, but trying to help guide them into making choices that are good for them is really important because if we don't help them navigate those tough decisions and taking stands when maybe a stand might be hard to take, Thaddeus, you should share your own experience about when you were a kid and having to make that choice. So when I was, I I grew up and I went to a small private school. The church I went to had a small private school. in some ways, it was like a glorified homeschool experience or a co-op experience, but we did have teachers there. It wasn't parents doing it. I mean, yes, they were parents, but it wasn't like my parents were teaching me or co-oping and teaching the other kids. It was a small little church private school. And for sports, again, very small school. We didn't have sports. So to do sports, once I was in middle school or junior high, I did it with the public school. I still went to the private school. As I got older, it came down to more of high school. And if I was going to continue to play, I was going to have to switch schools because at the time they didn't want to, the public school didn't want to form a cooperative where they'd take the numbers from the school, add them into theirs. Even though it was a small school, there's a chance that it would have bumped them up class rankings. So instead of, I don't know, AAA basketball, it could have been 4A basketball or, or whatever it was. Now, my mom did not make the decision for me. If I would have said I want to switch because I want to keep playing, she would have allowed that. Uh, my older brother switched to public school when he was uh, probably, I think he switched in seventh grade. My sister went to the private school all the way through. And my mom, at least to my knowledge, let me make that decision. And it was tough. And me making the decision, I decided to stay where I was at. Not because I didn't want to play anymore. I wanted to play. But I felt like me, and this was going. This was between ninth and 10th grade. So, yes, ninth grade is technically high school, but I wasn't playing JV or varsity in ninth grade. 10th grade, I would have been. Those more high school rules. And I wanted to play, but I liked where I was getting my education and having a faith-centered education. And if I would have switched, who knows what would have happened. I didn't switch, and I feel like it worked out well for me. And it was a tough decision. And that's, that's me. That doesn't mean someone else 
faced with that same scenario does makes the same decision as me and it might not work out well for them or or they make the other decision and it works out great right that's just me and faced with a tough decision i decided to stay where i was at and in the long run i, I feel it was the right yeah, and I'm sure your mom helped providing you tools and talking to you about the different choices and stuff. And I think as parents, it's just important that we're verbalizing with our children the different scenarios or the different options. So they feel like we don't want to shove our faith down our children's throats at all, but we also want to help guide them in their faith journey. Our kids are fairly young right now, so there's certain decisions that we're not going to allow them to make on their own. Uh, but as they continue to grow older, and, and and we see that already with our two older ones compared to our two younger ones, there's more leeway as they get older and more of a, okay, let's talk about this. Why do you want to do this? Why don't you want to do this? What, you know, what reasons do you have? Okay, here are the reasons that I have for you and try to lay it out together and not just, okay, we're going to do this and just be outright, you know, mom and dad final say. It still might come down to mom and dad final say in some some regards, but we don't want to just run their lives. We want to raise them to to be good <laughs> Christian men and women of, you know, yeah. and we're raising them to be adults. They're not adults yet, but we're raising them to be adults so that when they are, they know how to handle certain things. Well, and here's the thing. The fact of the matter is, like, every Sunday morning, I instead of going to church, I could choose to not, you know? And I'm not judging people who don't choose to, but I think some of those values are put in children at a young age and just teaching our kids that fellowshipping with other believers is is part of our faith, is part of something we practice as believers. And so I think that it will help them as they're adults because they're going to have job opportunities that might take them away from serving in church or from attending church or whatever. Or they might have, you know, friend things or other things that aren't just the sports, you know, things that are even more tempting than that. And, and not just sports, but other opportunities that have come to our kids that we have to help them navigate. There's always going to be something that can get in the way. And I'm not saying don't let your kid do sports, but just really try to help them. Right. We, we let our kids do sports right now. Again, we're, we're, we're learning our way through this right now and what's the best for our family and for our children. And I realize this is a super controversial topic because I don't want anybody telling me, Oh, your kid can't do that sport because they're not going to be at youth group. Like I would not as a parent receive that well. However, I do realize that youth group is important and kids that who attend youth group are far more likely to stay with the faith as adults. Like just statistically, like the odds are so much more in their favor if they attend youth group. And so I want the odds to be in my kids' favor as much as I can and just setting them up with tools in life as much as I can. However, I would have to really weigh that because I don't, that's something we're weighing right now with our children. Like sports are also important and you're learning a lot of good life skills at sports and faith is super important. Sports is a time to practice your faith. So I know we're contradicting. I'm totally contradicting myself because I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do with a couple of our kids with different opportunities that they have right now. And 
I'm not even at peace about anything about what we should do one way or the other. And so I'm not saying all this to make you feel convicted or condemned, but I just do know so much that kids who attend youth group are just statistically way more likely to serve the Lord in the long run, just to have that faith support. Mental health is such a huge thing and anxiety and depression are such a huge thing. And I think getting your kids in a healthy environment growing up where they can be surrounded by people who love them, other adults, because, you know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. And I just look at our oldest, who's been in youth group for a couple of years now and has just so many people who've been pouring into him other than us that want to see him grow in his faith. And that is so valuable. And it's so important that if he wasn't in a a great youth group, he might not have that opportunity. I mean, you have family that always loves you and stuff too, but that's important. Just having those leaders that love on your children. And there's definitely, as we figure this out for our own family, there's definitely times where for us, where we're going to say, nope, we're, we can't do that. We're doing church then. There's also times where we're going to say, okay, well, we're, we're going to miss church this time because we have this. And that's not always just our kids' sports. There's just other things. Like today we missed church to go to our niece's confirmation. We still went to church. Which we still went to church, but it wasn't wasn't our church, church, right? But we still went to church. You know, there's there's certain things with with their sports where we have no control over uh, when a a tournament is scheduled or anything like that. And we're we're not going to take them away from a commitment one Sunday church service. Is that wrong of us or not? I don't know. I don't feel like it is because of the other priorities we make in our household with trying to raise them up in not just Sundays and not just Wednesdays. So again, like I said at the beginning, this topic is probably, there's probably a whole lot more that we could say on it. And probably super controversial, and we don't want anybody to feel condemned or judged, maybe because your values don't align with ours, which we're not even being really super clear what our values are, I guess, because we're still trying to work it out. And that's maybe why we just wanted to talk about it, because we realize it's something people who have kids our kids' age are talking about and thinking about and struggling with. And 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 it's okay. Yeah, and it's okay. And I do know that... I've seen this myself. If you your kids kind of don't start in youth group, when youth group starts at your church, it can get kind of harder to get them connected in as they get older. And so just because they feel like they don't belong, they feel like they don't fit in, they feel like they don't have friends there, whatever. Some kids are great and they're extroverted and they can walk into any place and make friends. That's cool. But this is for like the rest of the kids who maybe don't have that kind of charismatic personality that can just go into a room it might be harder if you don't set those values at a younger age to get them connected into a youth program as they get older. Everything we've said might sound contradictory, but which is cool. What we're trying to say, it's okay to try to figure it out in what works in your family. And the biggest takeaway I think is honestly, don't fret about it, but really take to heart of, stirring up those values within your within your kids that is not just a Sunday thing, not just a Wednesday thing, but a all the time thing. So that when there is a time and there will be where they have to choose to 
do A or B, and maybe that means they miss church someday, that it won't be the downfall of their faith that they missed church, right? That they, they can continue to grow in the faith and that they can then go back the next time to church and it's not like they missed a beat. The Bible says, train your child up in the way they should go and when they're older, they will not depart from it. And just valuing this time we have to train our children, whatever that looks like for each individual family is different. So just trust God with your child. And here's the thing. God loves your child more than you do. And so pray about what you should do with each individual child. What we do for one kid might look different for another kid. And that's fine because each kid is created individually. And God is has different things for each of your children. And so it might look different. Pray God's will over your children Ask God to help guide their steps. Help Ask God to help give you wisdom in raising your children. The best thing we can do really is pray for our children and surrender our children to God. To wrap things up, we'd really appreciate it if you've enjoyed this or any other episode to share it with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Whatever platform you're using, we don't care what it is. Just keep listening. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or or a prayer request, feel free to email us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com. And until next week, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish, and we love you guys. Yeah.